Hi, Truth Circle, gang, squad, family. What else do we call ourselves? I don't remember. But anyways, hey, if you are new to Truth Circle, my name is Amaka Only, and I am your host. <laughs> no, I'm not your host. Um, anyways, um, we always study. We have been studying um, a book of the Bible since maybe April. We started with, I think, Philippians during the Corona pandemic. You know, Philippians was teaching us how to. Um, live life and be joyful despite our circumstances and it's so funny how you know the holy spirit was like start with the chapter and let everybody be able to read it together and now we're on first timothy like we've read everything till first timothy and it's just an amazing journey and um, i hope that as you come alongside us you would have fun even though we are very chatty we are also very loving uh today first timothy it's a really big chapter actually um when i started i i used four different devotionals this morning just to understand first timothy like it was talking a lot about leadership it talked a lot about um false teachers it talked about um how we should act and i just wanted i i, I was looking for a devotional that would um help me better teach it to you guys and i thank you for i thank the holy spirit for what he's about to bring before we even start i'm going to pray um spirit of the living god i thank you for today i thank you for the privilege to be able to talk to your children far and wide people are in nigeria people are in hungary people are in uh canada people are in texas people are all over the world um hey lord as um i speak this word i pray that you would speak through me let it be none of me and all of you may i decrease so you may increase in jesus name amen amen hey i love you guys so much hey let's get right into it today all right so first timothy i'm going to be breaking down first timothy as i've said before we're currently studying first timothy we just finished Thessalon- the book of thessalonians and that book was huge like i don't even know but the holy spirit really took us through it because whenever i started i'm like how am i going to explain this to like hundreds of people <laughs> But hey, and First Timothy is also like this. It's really packed. And I pray that the Holy Spirit will speak through me. Um, yeah. All right. So First Timothy, let's dive into it. Uh, verse 1 says, Paul, an apostle of Christ, by command of God our Savior and Christ Jesus our hope. Christ Jesus is our hope. I wonder, is God your hope today? Even in times when you cannot feel him, even in times when you don't think he's there. I wonder if he's your hope today. Come on, because I love how Paul just started that. And to Timothy, my true child in the faith. Now, if you do not know this, Timothy was, uh, Paul was the mentor of Timothy, right? And he took him as a son. He took him as somebody who, you know, he was guiding, right? And we all need a Paul in our life and we all need timothy's that we are guiding along the way right mentorship is so key and it's so important and um you know if you have been a church circle for the longest time you know that paul always stresses this grace mercy and peace from god the father and christ jesus our lord but for this verse he was actually talking about he was actually talking about he actually wrote mercy he never used to write mercy before so i'm wondering why he wrote mercy but how many of us know today that we all need god's mercy even when we fall short of god's grace and his peace his mercy is what picks us up his mercy is what stands for us right now verse 3 says i urged you when i was going to macedonia remain at ephesus so that you may charge certain persons not to teach any different doctrine now first timothy chapter one was 
Paul literally, you know, talking to Timothy like a son, and he was like, yo, I need you to stay in Ephesus so that people do not go and start preaching a different message that God never ordained for us to teach because there were a lot of false teachers in that time in order to devote themselves to myths and endless genealogies which promote speculations rather than the stewardship from God that is by faith. So, you know, they were, you know there are some people even up to today that they preach the Bible and I'm wondering, where are you getting all these things from, right? There was this uh, funny uh what's called funny clip on instagram that i saw of one assistant pastor and they were like tag assistant pastors <laughs> and like the that pastor was just quoting things from wherever he was like oh isaac that uh, slayed his son this i'm just like yo and it was a funny clip but there are so many people who preach a different message that christ never even preached over us right and you know paul was literally like yo you need to look out for people who are preaching a message that is not of god and um verse 4 says to divert themselves to myths and endless genealogies which promote speculations rather than the stewardship from god that is by faith so why are we preaching a message if your message is not drawing people to god then i don't know how you know good that message is it's not draw people from god it should actually draw people to god right and the aim of our charge is love that issues from a pure heart and a good conscience and a sincere faith that's verse 5 i just read certain persons by swerving from these have wandered away into vain discussions desiring to be teachers of the law without understanding either what they are saying or the things about which they make confident assertions now i'm going to read a few things right so he was literally just talking about like this false prophet and so many of them are so confident of what they're saying but they're making people wander away from christ and verse 5 was saying that hey like love is the major thing right let me read verse 5 again and then i'm going to talk about how i've even i have even um used this in my own life the aim of our charge is love that issues from a pure heart and from a good conscience right and a sincere faith so it all comes down to love right love for god and love for others when we allow our words to focus more on arguing and decide and divisive uh controversies instead of helping people fall in love with jesus we know we have a problem right because if you're making people fall away there's a problem because they should be drawn to god not away from him in timothy's time these men were leading people away from jesus instead of to jesus first timothy 5 as i read before says that the aim of our love uh, the aim of our charge is love that issues from a pure heart and a good conscience and a sincere faith make sure that your goal today is to love others with all your heart and even with your words pray that others will see god through you hey that is my prayer i always say let it be none of me and all of you lord i always say like lord let me decrease so you may increase and that's actually taken from john chapter 3 verse 30 because we understand that when we surrender to god everything falls into place when it's less of me there's no selfishness there's no self-interest is more about god you know that there are more people who will be saved more than if they were just looking at maka's life i'm so imperfect like i'm not even worthy to even be speaking to you right now if not for the blood of jesus that you know just speaks better things over us and then um and i wrote down my favorite quote ever right and 
yo my favorite quote <laughs> is by theodore roosevelt and i always use this i don't think i've ever used it on a vn but i use it when i'm talking to people i always and um theodore roosevelt was a president in america and he says that and he said that nobody cares how much you know until they know how much you care and today i wonder if there are people around you that you're just bombarding with knowledge and knowledge and knowledge when you should you know be talking to them and you should be caring about them because hey nobody cares how much amaka is talking right now until they know how much amaka cares for them until they know that amaka doesn't just care about the numbers on truth circle but she cares about you yes you listening right now right and um i'm going to use a story that happened to me when i was in high school i graduated from a catholic high school in canada and um when i got to my high school i saw that there were a lot of people who you know they smoked, they drank, they lived in darkness, they, you know, fornicated, they slept around, they made money off drugs, they did everything other than things that they should be doing to Christ or for Christ. Their identity were in people. If I knew people that once they break up like this, they already have a backup backup. And that was the life they were living because they could not see their lives out, like, they could not see their lives without a person right without a guy or without a girl and i mean that is i don't know if that is life that is not life i know even i don't know that is not life right and you know this great idea came to my mind of how i can capture them and the great idea was this join them and i was like i would join these people i would join this gang i would join this lifestyle so that you know i can reach them better because i mean how can i reach them if i'm not part of them that was my own thoughts right and went to my mentor who is the chaplain of that high school and i went to him and i was like yo guess what i have a great idea of how to reach this generation and get i have a great idea of how to reach my friends right and i was like yo i'm going to join their group i'm going to join them to do all these things that they are doing and maybe you know and maybe from there i'll be able to preach to them about jesus and maybe from there i'll be able to preach to them about this that that right and he literally looked at me. I couldn't. I couldn't. I can never remember. I can never forget how he looked at me. And he was like, "Amaka, <laughs> that is not the solution to the problem. For that, that would just cause a bigger problem. How you can reach them is by loving on them." And he said, "Love always wins." And today, just like we have seen in First Timothy, of how you know these people were false. You know, they were just preaching false doctrines and everything. And Paul was literally like love that was literally verse five right verse five was just saying of how love wins right and i'm so grateful to god that i never joined that clank because i will not be speaking to you right now right so so many times maybe the enemy can come to us and speak and tell us things like that and say hey join this clank and maybe you're able to reach them and maybe you're able to do this and that but i'm so glad i took my mentor's advice and i just preached love i just lived our love i loved on them even though there were things that i did not you know agree on i still loved on them hey i still said it with love hey i still had a good conscience and a clear conscience right and i can tell you without a doubt that that love message of just like my my lifestyle of how i loved on them is what preached to them better than what i would have done if i joined them right because if i joined them i would not be preaching to you i'll not be speaking to you right now right so just understanding that hey love always wins so many times people don't just want to hear a bunch of and, and it's good for you to know your theology Trust me, I know my theology. I went to theology school. I did it one year. 
and you know so i know a lot of things but at the at the ground of it it is love right love is even our greatest command so we should always remember that that you know let's not just go into argument and argument and argument that we forget even what jesus has said over us right all right that was pretty much first timothy verse three to seven that i just put in all that you know buckle and um I wonder who you can love on today. Hey, I wonder who you can love on this year. Um, ask God today to give you a supernatural love for those he has placed in your life. Maybe they don't believe what you believe. Ask God that, hey, Lord, give me a supernatural love for those you have placed in my life. Man, I can think of certain people today who I don't feel like loving on, but I'm going to check up on them and say, hey, I'm just thinking of you. And um, hey, I love you so much. And um, yeah, I think Sam lately on Truth Circle, they've been talking about how you know love has just been spreading around right or how like we use the i love you word so much on this group if you have not noticed it like you we can be like yo i love you so much hey yo bernard love you hey benny love you hey anita i love you so much right and we've used that so much that you know it has become a place of love we're not just saying that anymore but like we're not just saying that because hey we feel like saying it but because hey that is the truth and i was literally thinking of truth circle and you know we 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 look at the world today and how the world has really perversed the word love right of how we will talk about something and if it is with an opposite gender they can't say hey i love you without you know people looking at them and feeling weird i mean like does this guy what's happening here right but on truth circle every time we say it nobody feels icky about it nobody feels weird about it and i just love seeing that or just how like we're just able to we're free to say that without anything's attached and nobody's asking weird questions like yo you can be friends with the opposite gender and literally say yo i love you because hey i love you right not because of anything else that is attached to it and i just wanted to put that there of how love always wins right now let's go to first timothy um verse 8 to 11 now we know that the law is good and um if anyone uses it lawfully understanding this that the law is not laid down for the just but for the lawless and disobedient for the ungodly and sinners for the unholy and profane um for those who strike their fathers and mothers for murderers um liars and whoever is contrary to sound doctrine in accordance with the gospel of the glory uh gospel of the glory of the blessed god with which i have been entrusted right so pretty much the purpose he was just talking about the old testament and um i just want to say that the purpose of the old testament law was to show us our need for a savior but for some people they tend to turn to the law for salvation you can never earn your salvation by following all the rules and regulations because you feel you would get salvation that way no it doesn't happen that way we already have salvation because of jesus if you profess jesus right and so many people that play the legalism game they know how to appear holy without really having to change on the inside let's not just be people who are just like oh let me not do this let me not do this let me not do that but on the inside you don't even want to see that inside because it's even more horrible than anything else right let us be people who on the inside and on the outside we pass the test right so the law is good because it shows us our desperate need for a savior but make no mistake following all the rules because all the rules don't save you only jesus can save you right so um i think that's very very important for us to understand and very very important for us to keep in check i don't know if you guys remember when chimamaka was asking a question about um i don't know was it chimamaka no it was chiwendi it was wendy who was asking a question about um the old testament 
and how you know we just really ended it with you know now we understand the purpose of the old testament is to show us that we need jesus right i read leviticus um last year and i was i fell in love with it not because of all the laws but because i now understood why jesus came like i was just like i'm so grateful that i don't have to go and kill a ram and kill a goat and kill all of those things that would be crazy so i'm very very glad about that and we should also understand that jesus saves us not you know all the laws and all the whatever so that's pretty much what first timothy 8 to 11 kind of talking about of you know when we entrust our lives into jesus we don't have to keep tabs of what i've done what i've not done it just flows right because i surrendered to jesus and then verse 12 to 14 i thank him i thank him who has given me strength jesus christ our lord because he judged me faithfully appointing me to his service though formerly i was a blasphemer persecutor and insolent opponent this paul was speaking right but i received mercy because i had acted ignorantly in unbelief and in and the grace of our lord overflowed for me with the faith and love that are in christ jesus the saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance that jesus christ came into the world to save sinners of whom i am the foremost for whom i am the foremost right so paul was remembering his life and who he was and maybe there's someone today in your life who has seen so much or maybe you are that someone you know maybe you're remembering today all of those past mistakes and accusations right i want to let you know that hey if god can use paul so greatly he can use you too right remember today that when voices of accusation and attack come to your mind and regret from your past weigh heavily on weigh heavily on you that jesus extends his grace faith and love despite paul's past god still used him always remember that god doesn't call the qualified he always qualifies the called right so hey maybe you might be feeling icky about your call or maybe you might be feeling unwanted i want to let you know that hey god doesn't call the qualified because i'm not qualified but he has qualified the called right and the first timothy verse 15 to 17 and we would end but that'd be all of it uh to seven no actually 15 to 20 i already read 15 so 16 says but i received mercy for this reason that in me as the former jesus christ might display his patience his perfect patience as an example to those who were to believe in his eternal life to the king of the ages immortal invisible the god the only god to honor and glory forever and ever amen you know just wow like verse 17 look at the word look at the powerful words that um paul used to describe um god right he's the immortal invisible the only god the honor and glory forever like come on and then verse 18 says this charge i entrust to you timothy my child in accordance with the prophecies previously made about you that by them you may wage the good war holding faith and a good conscience by rejecting this some have made have made shipwreck of their faith among whose whom were hemenios i do not pronounce that name and alexandra whom i have handed over to satan that may learn not to blaspheme so that was uh first timothy 2 verse 20 and that is it for first timothy right so let me explain that let me just you know put that into practicalization for you this verse shows us that we must hold on to our faith and trust god when we find ourselves in a battle right paul was literally telling timothy that he should hold on to his faith he literally used the word wage the good wage the good warfare holding on to your faith and a good conscience right in times when you know wind may blow on your faith and you might be shaken always hold on to your faith you know and when we hit hard times 
that that's when our faith actually comes to play that's when you know all of those things that you have been reading in the word comes to play and you have to put it into practice when you don't understand what god is doing we have to trust that we know about we have to trust what we know about god's character right when we don't know what god is doing in our lives we should trust on what we know about god's character we should trust that hey he that started a good work in us is able to finish it to the end that's when we should start to look at uh verses and we start to speak that over our lives hey i am the head i am not the tail i am above and not beneath right and you know as the last verse says some christians um in that time they had started to blaspheme you know and they have shipwrecked in their faith and just praying that hey like lord i don't want to shipwreck in my faith some christians you know though you know they might go too far and they might shipwreck in their faith but let's pray that hey lord i don't want to shipwreck in my faith you know um by not doing what they know is right let's protect ourselves from being shipwrecked and by being and how can you protect yourself from being shipwrecked right is by clinging to jesus in the midst of the battles and being sensitive to the holy spirit working in our lives right clinging to jesus when you when you say to yourself oh like i've not prayed today that's not the time for you to beat yourself up and say i've not prayed i'm not worthy of course we know you're not worthy i'm not worthy either but that's the time for you to cling to your faith that's the time for you to cling to jesus and understand hey he that's a good work in me is able to finish it to the end don't beat yourself up because you have not prayed in 100 years don't beat yourself up because you have not you know um read your bible that's time for you to cling to jesus and be sensitive to the holy spirit and say holy spirit what do you want me to do right now right and then work in that place so yeah that's pretty much it for first timothy chapter one thank you guys so much for listening to the end hey let's pray spirit of the living god i just thank you for this word i pray lord that we will cling to our faith i pray lord that we'll not just be hearers of your word but we'll also be doers help us oh lord to be people of love help us to be people who have a good and innocent conscience oh lord i pray lord that people will see our lives and they will be attracted to jesus and not attracted away from jesus help us oh lord not to you know bring down our standards to reach to people but to love on them so much and also trust in your holy spirit that they will see our lives and they will be moved towards you i thank you for this person who is listening right now i know that you know their heart desires i know that you know what they, there are some things in their heart that they cannot even share with other people i pray lord that you would come and give them a peace the peace that pastor all understanding will be in their hearts and in their minds i pray that you bless them and you keep them hey thank you so much for listening um and amen to that prayer hey amen to that prayer oh my god see i'm not perfect as you can see i'm not perfect very imperfect girl so yeah thank you so much for listening to the end hey let's drop below when the group opens let's talk about what stood out to us from this voice note right because it might not even be something i've said but it might be something that you heard maybe from the holy spirit or even from this voice note that will stand out to somebody else right so don't be scared to talk about something that stood out and we have our zoom calls every saturday at 3 30 p.m and i'll talk to you next week wednesday and i love you so much and i'm out of here bye